Hi, this is Maria Toso, and I'm here today to talk to you about romantic relationships and how they can be the most potent vehicle for growth if you let it and if you use some very simple tools to take a better look at what the triggers are in your relationships and to pull them back into yourself to discover the ways in which the way you get activated, triggered, or reactive in your relationships will be a pretty precise roadmap map back into your own innermost self. In yoga, we would say your chitta, your heart-mind. And what we are trying to discover is the nature of and even the location of our deepest samskaras. Now, the samskaras is an expression that we find in the Yoga Sutras, which is a document that was composed um, between two and 400 years BC um, by a possibly mythological, possibly real figure called Patanjali. Um, he describes the heart-mind, the energy field of um, our nature as it pertains to our physical life as chitta. This is where we will find the accumulated experiences, um, memories, habits, uh, traumas, wounds, but certainly also good productive habits that we may have in our um, physical life. Now, our true nature, according to the Yoga Sutras, is not all of these things. That is something that is accumulated and can be cleared and cleansed during our life. We truly are Purusha. Purusha is our light, our divine light, our spirit, our connection to eternity. And when we practice meditation, for example, we're cultivating a relationship with that part of ourselves that is eternal. And we're disconnecting just a little bit from the part of us that is conditioned, that is um, possibly reactive, that has become um, accustomed to responding in a certain way to certain situations. So as we work with the yogic practices, we end up creating a little pause between a stimulus and a reaction. So to make that more real, say you're in a romantic relationship and your partner is doing that thing that irritates you to no end. A certain thing happens inside. It may start with a thought and pretty soon it's a feeling and it's an actual vibration in the body. So the thing that your partner might do that irks you the most, that is the least comfortable part of his or her personality, will show up as a vibration in your body. Now that vibration can be so uncomfortable that we seek to escape it. And often we do that by trying to change the behavior of the partner so we don't have to feel that way. And if we don't succeed at that, we might we might fire our partner and find a new partner, or we may reach for a cocktail or a movie or sugar or something 
to help distract us from and soothe or even numb the uncomfortable feeling. Now, in yoga, we would say that moment when we're triggered and we're feeling a reaction inside to an action by someone else is a moment, a holy moment, really, where the universe is pointing to something that is um, out of alignment inside of ourselves. And that's not to say that an unfair action outside of ourselves shouldn't produce a response that is, you know, this is not okay, I don't agree with that action. But this is more to say the reactions where the whole body is activated, where we go into fight and flight, where the nervous system is activated, the breath might get tight, we might um, feel the heart beating a little faster, um, you might describe it as a contraction in the solar plexus, a tension in the heart space. When we have a real physical reaction like that, we're really on holy ground where we're being shown where energy is not flowing well through our energy field. And that is an opportunity to sit with that place. So instead of trying to have it out with the person who created from our perception that feeling inside um, or even you know taking a pill or reaching for something outside of ourselves to make that uncomfortable emotional vibration even uh, lessen or or maybe go away all the way we embrace it we become curious we drop deeply into the body to investigate and really be with what is happening here and what we might find if we are able to stretch our capacity to be with discomfort is that within lies answers um, to the mystery of why certain patterns keep popping up in our lives so for example we might have a partner that um, forgets to let us know that he or she is late. And rather than simply say, oh, you know, he or she will show up whenever, you know, it works. And in the meantime, I have this extra time to myself. So if you don't have a, a wound or in yoga, we might say some skara in that regard, it might not be a big deal. But if on the other hand, your parents were consistently late picking you up from kindergarten and you never really knew if and when they would show up, a partner that doesn't show up on time could suddenly trigger a very painful childhood memory. And this whole process is activated inside. So what may not be a big deal in your adult life can feel like Maybe I'm not safe in the world, you know, maybe I won't um, ever be picked up. Uh, and some kind of panic, anxiety could be triggered inside. And once the partner does show up, it's not as simple as, oh, I'm so glad you're here, let's eat. Instead, it is a full-blown drama because you have been activated much like a five-year-old that um, didn't get picked up from kindergarten. And in that moment, instead of getting upset with the partner 
for activating that vulnerable place inside. It's really an opportunity to drop in, be with the body, notice where that is coming from. And that is really a physical place. For many of us, that really means um, noticing where in the body is the discomfort, the, the fear or anxiety or discomfort about the partner not showing up. Where is that showing up? And if you sit with it quietly without judgment, you will likely find the source in the energy field of the body. And it could look something like this. You might find that you have uh, something that feels like a tight fist in the solar plexus or maybe a restriction in your throat or a tension in the belly Um, For each of us, it will show up a little bit differently. But the point is to find that place. And very often we'll recognize, wow, this is not the first time I have had this sensation in my body. Um, And instead of being irritated with or upset with ourselves for having this tension, this uncomfortable tension in the body we might just be with it. We might spend some time um, visiting with that place, acknowledging that place, not being kind of swallowed up by this place and going into full-blown drama, but from the perspective of our more adult self, our witnessing self, the part of ourselves that is connected to our light, watch that part that is like a small child that has been scared and has sort of gotten stuck in that groove of being scared and maybe was never held and reassured. So now there's almost like like a little circular replay of that that is always just waiting for the right trigger to become reactivated. Now the invitation if we go back to the example of the partner that's late, is to, rather than blame the partner, you're late and I'm getting all upset, be with that place inside. Notice exactly what it feels like. Maybe even try to describe it. And very often you'll find that at the very root of that place within, this blocked energy within, is... um, the source of a lot of drama. It probably is in the first partner that has triggered a feeling of um, being abandoned or or not being um, not mattering or, or not being important enough to be picked up on time. Whatever very primitive interpretations we had at the time and we've sort of gotten stuck in that story, Now we have this opportunity to hold that place within us from the perspective of an adult, not relying on the outer partner to never be late, which is probably not realistic, but rather relying on our adult self to be fully present to in a very loving and empathic way to that voice within that is scared. And this is really self-love, self-compassion and healing at a very deep level, um, a form of healing that cannot be achieved by drowning out that voice, 
um, reasoning with that voice. Why are you scared? It's ridiculous. You know, you're an adult. It's not like you're going to die just because your partner's 30 minutes late. But actually being with that part and being like, I understand. You know, you were often the last kid to be picked up in kindergarten or preschool or whatever. You were left in a hospital or whatever the, the story was. There was a feeling, residual feeling left from that time of not being safe in the world that is being replayed. And the, the kicker is that we seek healing. And the only way we can heal a stuck place, a place where energy is not flowing freely within us, that has become a knot of sort within our energy field, the only way we can heal that is to have something happen that reminds us that it's there. So you might think, well, I should just only be with partners that are never, ever, ever late and will never trigger that place. And then I don't have to feel uncomfortable. Or I should just never date anybody because if I date somebody, there's a chance that at some point they'll be late and then I have to feel this place. So we would say, no, the opposite is true. We trust the flow of life. We trust that we will indeed be drawn to the partner or event. It doesn't have to be a romantic partner. It can certainly also be someone else in your life or something else in your life that will reignite an old trigger within. Now, for most of us, when we're triggered in this way on something that's very old and wounded and vulnerable, we will probably have a fair amount of situations where we do act out, where we do end up saying to the partner, you should never be late. If you're going to be more than this late, then you should always call. And if you want to be with me, then that's just, you know, what you have to do. Or it's a deal breaker because I can't stand the tension of feeling um, abandoned and alone or like I don't matter to you. Now, that is a very natural response to think that who caused the hurt inside is the partner. When in fact, as yogis, we come to realize that that really isn't so. What's causing the hurt inside is the samskara, the wound, the, the original um, insult, if you will, to our emotional system that was not addressed at the time. So it's just laying in there like a little energy knot that is in need of presence. Um, and presence is what we as um, yogic practitioners who through our yogic practice have come to align ourselves more and more with the light of who we are. So that from the perspective of being our own divine light, presence, and awareness, we can then address the parts of us that don't feel aligned with the light, that feel like life really is scary and I'm not safe in the world and I might be left and abandoned and, and I might die. And that may sound ridiculous, but the truth is at times we can be triggered on fears that are as serious as um, as serious as that, that we might actually think 
on some deep primitive level, you know, if I don't get picked up and I don't have parents that will take care of me, I will die, which of course, at some point in time really was true that we depended so completely on our caretakers that if they somehow seem not to be dependable, then the fear of, of not surviving was somewhere in the more primitive part of our being. And that that is indeed what is being re-triggered later in life so that we now, from the perspective of the divine within, can hold those places. Now, one way to address those places is in the moment that you feel triggered, so your partner, which is most often where this happens, but it certainly could be, you know, someone at work or a friend or some other situation, um, triggers a well-known sense of stress or anxiety or angst inside. Now, if you're able to take a deep breath and not address that with the outer person who seems to be triggering this, but instead go inside, not try to numb it, but actually be with that feeling that is happening inside in a very felt way, like an actual sensation of something going on in the body. Mm. And we spend time simply surrounding, imbuing, holding that place with awareness, very much like you would hold a small child, very much like a child that was scared, no matter how ridiculous from the standpoint of an adult, if a child is scared of a monster under the bed or the darkness outside, you don't start rationalizing with the child necessarily. You might tell them that there is no monster, but you would still hold the scared child. And the same is necessary for that inner part of you that is scared. The, the remedy is not to relegate that part of yourself to the basement where you don't have to hear from it. It's really to take this small childish part of yourself and lift it up, put it in your lap, wrap your arms around it, press it against your heart and simply imbue it with love. And sometimes you might have a communication. Sometimes you might have some um, a sense that this part is communicating a need for safety and warmth. Um, and there might be some words that will cause that part of you to release. And by that, I mean, maybe crying. Um, other times, it's, it's really as simple, but as holy as simply holding the scared part of yourself. I'm here. I love you. I'm not going anywhere. I know you're scared. And I'm right here. And I am an adult and I'm strong and I have the capacity to be with this part of you, this part of yourself, that is not feeling strong and adult and is, is feeling like the whole world is about to collapse because of whatever the triggering event is. And over time, these places inside that are triggered by outside events will start to relax, will start to trust that the divine part of you will be there to hold and heal and soften these tight places. If I were to give you an example from my own life, um, in my um, life, if I am triggered on a sense of not 
mattering of, of you know, just like the example I use, somebody, um, a partner being late, for example, or postponing something. I can have that tight feeling. And for me, it shows up like a, a fist in my gut, this little tight fist that's scared. And if instead of having that become sort of an outer fist, a verbal fist that berates the partner for not being on time or whatever, it becomes me, my loving, um, caring, compassionate self, just wrapping my adult hand around this little fist with warm, caring hands. Like, I feel this tension, I feel that fear that is contained in this little fist. And I'm just going to hold your hand and be here with you. And your fist can be a fist as long as it feels like it needs to. But over time, as I have done this process of really feeling into these places, that image of a fist, which comes as an actual image to me, the fist starts to relax. And it's almost like the energy, instead of being very tight and concentrated and contracted, starts to diffuse and soften. And then I've experienced that energy is kind of rising up through my heart into my throat. And and often it will become tears and not angry tears or even scared tears, just sort of um, almost like a safety valve, like that tension that had been withheld in the body is now released. And, and a thin layer at the very least of this tension is, is, is releasing. And um, there's a sense of something inside relaxing. You know, back to the image of the fist, it's like the fist is relaxing. And if I'm able to do that, then by the time my partner arrives, 30 minutes late or whatever, I no longer have the urge to berate him or her for being late and for having that little fist show up because it, actually, it was my opportunity to remember that that little fist was there and gave me an opportunity to be really present for that part of myself and help that part of myself feel a little safer, a little safer in the world. So now, if you recognize this, the the pattern of reacting and being um, triggered by outer events, and you would like to not react to the outer event, to the partner or to the person who is triggering you, but you would like to um, apply your own healing power to that place within so that you don't have to have an outer drama in your life anymore, then I encourage you to go to my site, www.mariatoso.com, and download the meditation called Felt Sense. This is a brief about 25 minutes guided meditation that will help you access that place within yourself and and give you sort of step-by-step guidance on how to start relaxing the scared places within so that they don't have to become drama in the outer world. Now, that really is the first step. To, to drop into your own body, to remember when you are triggered by an outer event, an outer person, give yourself a moment, take a breath, 
Don't send that text. Don't make that phone call. Excuse yourself. Um, even dismiss the other person if that's what you need to do. Just get to a place where you can breathe and you can drop into your body knowing that this is really a holy special moment where you are becoming aware of something that lives in you and it can never be healed by correcting the behavior of the person outside yourself. The only way to heal it is by being present to it within yourself. So I really hope that you will go to www.mariatosa.com and download the meditation Felt Sense and start working with that meditation maybe daily for a week or two and see what you can um, what kind of changes you will start to notice within your own body, your anxiety level, and then how that plays out in your relationships. And as always, I would love to hear from you, mariatoso.com. Um, I'm amazed at all the results that people have had doing this work, and I know that you can too.